When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. Welcome into Mailbag Thursday. Our sacks are a-bursting with uh, your letters and queries and all that stuff. What? I don't know how you could <laughs> you possibly... Didn't, you didn't know that was coming? <laughs> how you could possibly no, take something dirty out of that. The way that you emphasize the words. Bursting? Mail. Bags. Mail <laughs> mail bag. Our mail sack is bursting. Our mail bag. There's nothing bad bursting. there. Bursting. Anyways. Oh, now I hear it. Yes. Okay. Get yourself. It's some. like when Tobias Funke recorded himself for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants a banger in the mouth? Okay, welcome in. Make sure you like the YouTube video. We would appreciate that. Uh smash that like button, in fact. Give it a Randy Savage elbow drop off the top rope. Uh, and do that for yeah. us. We would greatly appreciate that. Make sure you're subscribed to the channel as well. And on your podcast apps, subscribe. Just download all the podcast apps and subscribe to us on all of them. And we would greatly appreciate Use that. all of your data. We've already got a super us. chat from Michael. He says, mailbag time, woo. He paid $2 to say that, so we're going to say it for him. All right. All right. Woo, Thank woo, you, man. Woo. We appreciate that. And I know he's got a question coming up in the show as well. But before we get to the mailbag, and we got a lot to get to today. A little bit of news. We've got uh, David Gust, who was sort of rumored for months to be getting an NHL deal, gets a deal, yeah, and he has joined the team. So probably him. get to see him play next game. Uh, there was also uh, a that's no, more, that's more or less a paper transaction, right? No, they, they call him up. They recall him, but as as so that he could go back and forth, right? Or is he with the team? I don't know. We'll find out. I read it as with the team. But I don't know. I mean, they do need an extra forward. They only have 12 forwards. So okay, sure. I don't know. Yeah, why I not? thought it was more of a paper transaction for, like, the waiver wire, how it works uh, between the AHL and NHL. But, maybe, hey, if he's actually with the team, even better. And there was also a trade if you missed it. It's a big one. The Blackhawks acquired Hunter Drew from the Anaheim Ducks for Josiah Slavin. Mm-hmm. So one for one. Your, there's your hey, big trade deadline blockbuster. All you guys that have been in here for the last three weeks <laughs> screaming, one of the trades going to happen. You got your damn trades. There you go. There you, you got go. your damn trades. Josiah Slavin. The trade deadline Thank show is now service. ruined. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what are we going to do? And I I don't know. I'm not even going to tell my Valpo joke. It was a dud. Never mind. So, I liked it. <laughs> so what is the – my whole thing was like, what was the purpose of this trade? I don't really understand um, – I don't know. It's a, another forward for a forward. They're both minor leaguers. Like, all right, yeah. It's a yeah. It seems like it's a minor league deal. And Slavin, I, I think there was a future for him with the organization at one point in time, but he hasn't really played at the same level that we saw last season, where he had an opportunity to play a couple of games uh, this year with Rockford. And I don't know. Uh, could he work him himself up? into an NHL roster in, a, like, a fourth-line penalty-killing role? Sure. I just 
I, if it wasn't going to do it with this Blackhawks team, I, I, I don't know where it was going to go with Chicago. He's, it's, it's a, he's definitely one of the more high character, high character players in the organization, not yeah. just with the Ice Hogs, but in the organization. So, I mean, he's a really good kid. Um, so I can't imagine it's anything, uh, you know, fueled by that. But maybe just not, not gonna, not gonna work, not gonna fit with with yeah. the the team moving forward. And Hunter Drew, sure, he plays hockey. He does. He plays two positions. Yes, that he was plays right wing great. and yeah. defense. So the old John Scott, you know, hey, uh, big yeah. penalty minute guy, ninety two penalty minutes in forty four games. So he's a so face puncher. Maybe looking to earn, some, like, add some toughness ahead of the. Uh, AHL playoffs, but sure. Sure. Yeah, Slavin, I still think, can be an effective NHL fourth liner. He's a really good penalty killer. I think he's got the most shorthanded goals in the AHL the past two seasons. But with the change of regime, our current general manager has different things he's looking for in players than the past general manager did. And one of the biggest detriments to Slavin's game is his skating ability. Not the fastest guy, not the best skater. And we obviously have seen that Kyle Davidson, man, if you're not fast, you can't skate, you can't play at a high pace, he doesn't have much time for you yeah. right now. So that, yeah. I think, and I'm not saying Hunter Drew is, you know, a top five NHL he's not, skater. He's not like replacing him and being right. like, like, but oh, it's just what's his it's future? just a thing where like hey you know what why not you're probably not gonna make a move here let's let's get you in a situation where maybe you have a better shot uh, you know it's it's a, hey we're gonna help you out here maybe the, I don't know it's two, it's, it's two teams I think we've talked enough about it <laughs> two teams <laughs> we've already two teams given in it more the bottom worth two teams in the bottom three of the NHL swapping minor league players yeah I mean that's it is what it is yeah and we've literally given the most thought about it than any show in the history of the world. <laughs> All right. All right. Done. There Drop it. Guys. Minor league trade. Uh, David Gus, by the way, signs a two-year deal, two-way contract, uh, $762,500 salary cap hit when he's in the NHL. So yeah. it's really there cool that it's a two-year deal. I would have figured they would have yeah. just signed him to a one-year deal. Yeah, I think they reward him for being the Ice Hawks' leading scorer. Yeah, for sure. Well, now they know that he'll be back with the Ice Hawks next year. And it's, a you know, At some least. little... Continued, you know, from year to year in the AHL is not a bad thing because mm-hmm. there's going to be a lot of new faces down there. So a guy like Gust coming back after hopefully a very deep, successful playoff run mm-hmm. could be that guy that, you know, when the new guys come in next year, could be that leader showing it. He could, I wouldn't be, you know, with Garrett Mitchell, uh, you know, he's out. He's been the captain the last couple of years. He's been out with an injury. I don't know if he's coming back. Maybe Gust is the Ice Hawks captain next year. Maybe. You know, yeah. this is more of a reward. Hey, you've been killing it. You've been yeah. a great player, a, a great example down in the AHL. Let's reward you with a little security, mm-hmm. an NHL deal. And then we'll call you up and let you get a game Play or two. Play a couple games, yeah. He was a very important player for the Wolves last year in their playoff run. When you look at his overall stats, they weren't great in the regular season because he was playing third, fourth line with the Wolves because they had an extremely deep team last year mm-hmm. but when the playoffs came he excelled he was yeah. a really good player for them there so and now he's with the ice hogs he's playing on their top line and he's got he's got a career high in goals assists, and points it's, it's a nice little reward for the oakland illinois native in case you haven't heard yeah just like me yes oakland or oakland oakland is it oakland or is it or I don't know. It's one of them it south could, old suburbs. Yeah, could be either one that I'm unfamiliar with. And hey, he's you know a friendly face 
Familiar face to play with uh, Lucas Reichel at the Blackhawks next season. There you go. Orland Park native. Orland oh, Park. Orland well, Park. There you go. Oklahoma, Orland well, Park. He can afford to play hockey, so yeah, probably Orland Park. So there you go. What's Whatever. Close game? enough. He's, he's, he's you probably been to the same Chipotle once or twice. Yeah, sure. He's yeah. definitely had a drink in a Mount Greenwood bar before. <laughs> oh, who hasn't? <laughs> That's for damn sure. Uh, had a woman once lick Adam Burrish's face at an event at the Dubliner in uh, Mount Greenwood or Beverly, whatever that is. It was a very crowded bar event, and a woman walked up to Adam Burrish and licked his face and left pretzels, oh. like pretzel residue on his cheek. And they've been happily married for seven years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. So, hey, the Dubliner is one of Mount Greenwood's finest. I don't know if it's Beverly, Mount Greenwood, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's the same There's, thing. It's, it's where the police live. Other side, two sides of the same street. <laughs> yeah, basically. Same thing. All right. Why don't we start getting to our mailbag questions? Corey uh, mentioned that we talked about the Zaitsev trade yet. We did uh, for much of the show last night, and I'm sure it will come up again here. So stay tuned. Corey will get your query answered as well. What do we got first, Stephen? Well, I was going to do a uh, David Gus question, but I don't think we want that now, do we? What's the question? Oh, maybe Is we he do. the next Patrick Kane? No, this works. Uh, two girls, one puck. <laughs> Says, uh, okay. do you think a trade is imminent with the Blackhawks signing and calling up David Gus today? Also, who the heck is David Gus? We answered the second part. Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I, would, I probably wouldn't read that much into it. I mean, oh. certainly trades are coming. Yes. Um, trades you know, are imminent. Even if it's not Patrick Kane, we know there's several Blackhawks players that could be and probably will be moved. So I, I just don't think it specifically signals something's going to happen right now. Yeah. I think if that, if, it, if that was the case, they would probably just have done it afterwards. You I know, think, I, yeah, I think Davidson's getting his ducks in a row. So when the yeah. trades do co- start coming, he's got guys he can r- readily call up and plug in. Yeah. Yeah, the, the Gust getting an NHL deal is something that I think has been just kind of on the back burner this season because he's deserved it the way he's played in Rockford. So it happening now, I don't think is indicating that he's, it's a move. It's a domino that's going to make any right. other trades come through. No. I think it's just something that Davidson probably was just like, Oh, check this off. You know, when you get a to-do list and you're like, Oh, these, these things are easy. I'll just knock this out of the way and not have to think about well, it. Well, I can't do numbers one through seven right now. So let's just, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. And cover my ass for when I actually need uh, a guy with a pulse to there get out go. there and play 18 minutes. Yeah. yeah. So not necessarily, but maybe, you know, look, anything that happened at any moment. Like, we, the Zaitsev thing came out of nowhere. And this is... this Before is, a game. Yeah, this is an MO of Kyle Davidson where not a lot of stuff gets out. That oh. The Hawks are going to, like, think about the moves he's made. The only thing that really had, like, a foreshadowing to it was the Debrinket trade. We all kind of knew that that was probably going to happen at the draft. Yeah. Um, but aside from that, like, a lot of the moves he's made have kind of come out of nowhere, seemingly. So... I'm, we're all reading the same rumor sites and Saravalli and Friedman and LeBron and everyone's kind of got the same names, mm-hmm. but there's things happening that we have no idea about. Because I know Zaitsev came up way earlier this year. As just kind of like a throw around. Yeah. Like, oh, maybe they do this. Right. And, yeah, it came to fruition. Yeah, and, and there's there's so much – there's so many moving pieces and so much flexibility that a team like Chicago has – that things like that, like that, were not even like on the main radar, or like, oh, we this could happen, and it just doesn't get a lot of publicity, and it's just like, oh yeah, well, remember when we talked about that? Now it's happening. Like, there there's just a lot of flexibility that this Blackhawks team has not really had when it comes to, you know, trade deadline stuff and 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 all this. So it's a different uh, it's a different feeling than in the last 
decade plus. All right, what do we got next, Steven? Next, we have a Jackson Stauber question. Oh, yeah. Tanner right. Uh, from Tanner says, would you send Stauber back to Rockford when Staylock comes back if you were Luke Richardson? Well, yes. Luke doesn't do that. That's a Kyle Davidson move. But, yes. Uh, but, yeah, yes. Uh, you know, you've got your NHL goalies under contract. Uh, let Staylock play. He's worked his way back. He's been good when he's been in. Yeah, I think you get Stauber back down there and mm-hmm. get him in a regular rotation and call it a day. I yeah. think it's a no-brainer. Nothing wrong with that at all. I mean, he's too good. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah, he's playing really well, but yeah. he's he's an he's Screw an AHL goalie. He's he's if he's playing really well, put him back in Rockford and and let him help that team out because mm-hmm. that's that's where a lot of the development uh, developmental focus is going to be. So go put him there. Uh, let's get one from the chat here. Reddy Edgemont says, "I know people have said the Hawks should try and get." Matthew Nye is from Toronto, but what about Nick Robertson? Any thoughts on if the Hawks should target him? Uh, look, I, 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 I leave it to Nye's is fan, kind of right? a pipe dream. I don't think that's going to happen. Nye's isn't happening. Hawks don't have anything that will pry Nye's away from them, them right now. Unless it's Patrick Kane, and I, mean, I don't they're think they're not doing happening. that. They, yeah. Um, Nick Robertson, nice little player. Dude can't stay on the ice. He's constantly getting hurt. That's a problem. Um, you know, it, it for for a while, it was Nick Robertson was, uh, the Robertson brothers was the can't-miss prospect. Yeah. Gee, wonder why. One's in Dallas, one's in Toronto. Who's getting all the hype? <laughs> and it turns out Jason Weird. is light years ahead of Nick right now. Pretty good. I mean, yeah, you, you can't, I'm not writing somebody off because of injuries. A lot of those have been, you know, just kind of like Kirby Doc. You know, wrong time, wrong, you know, they've been injuries that have occurred in hockey plays, not that. You know, it's not like he's got brittle bones or something like that. But, you know, sometimes it's just guys just get that, that reputation and just have that bad luck where they can't stay healthy. And he hasn't shown me enough. If they're going to give him away, sure. <laughs> sure, yeah. But I'm not giving away – I'm not giving up anything to acquire We have any more right con- futures to consider. If they want to throw him in. <laughs> throw, it out, throw, him, throw him their way. You know, if, if they somehow still can pull off a, a, a Jake McCabe deal, I don't think that's going to happen, and they want to throw him in to a potential deal, maybe something at the draft if they're trying to they clear some space. Yeah. I'm fine with adding him to a deal, but I'm not targeting him. There's other, other options out there. Yeah. Speaking of uh, if McCabe were to go to Toronto, I was listening to the Daily Faceoff podcast today, and they were talking about uh, Alex Kerfoot as someone who could possibly be on the move for the Leafs if they trade for a defenseman. Um, that's a guy with some versatility, would probably thrive in a role uh, with the Hawks where he'd be in an elevated role, uh, unrestricted free agent after this year. Um, but, you know, uh, he's 28, not not really young. But that's something to look for. They gotta, they're they going to have he's, to clear some salary to make the move. Yeah. Um, so he's, he's a guy that the Blackhawks take on, play here for – for two months and say, hey, if you want to stick around, here's a deal. If you want to test free agency, go for it. Yeah, we don't care either way. <laughs> like right. it just, yeah, I, I, that's that's not really a a guy that I would invest too much time in in the future of for the team. If he wanted to come, if he was brought in, wanted to stick around and played well, then then you found something for for almost nothing. Yeah. Speaking of Doc, did you see the injury news about him today? So he's he's been out. Uh, for for a couple of days, with what the Canadians were calling a non-COVID illness, and then today they uh, released more information about it and said, initially he was ruled out with a non-COVID illness, but further tests have shown that 
the symptoms he was, I, I should actually read it, but it was something like the symptoms he was experiencing were discovered because of a different lower body injury that he had sustained. And it was, yes, your faces are correct. I had no idea what they were talking about. Uh, the, the press release came from, uh, I think it was Eric Engels. Um, I got to try and find it. Cause it was, here, I'm looking at it here. Yeah, uh, it was really weird. Here, uh, all right, Doc was earlier diagnosed with a non-COVID-related illness that has sidelined him since February 16th. Through the course of further medical evaluation and testing, it was determined that the illness-like symptoms were related to a lower body injury. What does that mean? I don't know. Because I got, hit, super... I got hit in the knee, I, my stomach hurt? Like, maybe a, it's maybe really like weird. Maybe a groin injury. Maybe, I don't know. It could be that made him feel like his, his tummy was upset. I have no. That is very strange. It's very weird. It's weird. I don't think you you know sprain a knee and then all of a sudden get get a whooping cough or yeah. anything like that. Like, I got the sniffles because I got hit in the junk. Stephen got <laughs> injured working out. That's why you don't work out. Yeah. Uh, do you have any I COVID? Do you have any COVID yeah. symptoms now because of it? <laughs> Not none yet, but we'll <laughs> see. Maybe right. next yeah. week. We'll keep yeah, going. Yeah, that's, that's very weird. Add that another weird thing to the weird. Legacy of weird Kirby Doc. <laughs> yeah, if it was like a cut and it was a bacterial infection. That would make sense. Yeah, but like, oh, doesn't. I feel like I'm sick because I pulled a muscle in my ass. Could I don't know. A, could it be? Could it potentially be like uh, maybe he got a wound, like a, a skate cut him a little bit, yeah, or, and it, and then got know. infected. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I have no it's idea. very weird. It's very. I just I I saw that this this afternoon. It was just very like. What the hell is oh, that? Oh yeah, Brandon about? says maybe a gallbladder or something like that. That could be. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, an appendix. I once I I I once watched Stefan Mateau play uh, half of a Calder Cup final game with a lacerated kidney. Mm. Hockey tough, my friend. Yeah, eh, hockey stupid. Hockey, hockey dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it is the AHL playoffs after all. Come on. And then, yeah, and you, then he was gotta, back three days later in a suit. Got to go for it. All right. So, yeah, uh, what do we got? Hopefully, next? everything's fine. With yeah, talk. I mean, it's just that's just very weird. Very weird. Uh, this one from Corey Seacrest. I think it's Seacrest. Uh, what other deals Seacrest can the Hawks make, like to trade to take on Nikita Zaitsev's cap? Are there any other teams out there that could be looking to shed salary and mm-hmm. add something as a sweetener? Either way, it feels nice to be on the other side of this for once. <laughs> that's true. Um, mm-hmm. Again, listening to Saravali today uh, mentioned uh, Kasperi Kapanen with the Penguins. Uh, they cannot uh, activate Jan Ruda until they move some salary out. Uh, you gotta have Jan Ruda. You gotta have Jan Ruda. Cup. That's Apparently two times Stanley. So. It's two times Stanley Cup winner Jan Ruda. That's true. Yeah, it's it's. He wasn't there last year, and they didn't win. So Kapanen, I don't think that's a coincidence. He was. Yeah, he wasn't with. Yeah, he was with Tampa, right? Yep. For the for two of them, the two cups. There you yeah. go. Kapanen has uh, this year and next at three point two million. He's only twenty six, which is amazing. I feel like he's been playing he's forever, for a dozen years. <laughs> he's got uh, twenty points in forty two games. Sure, I mean that that is a very that sort of thing. Like that team needs to move out salary, either to accommodate a trade or to activate someone they want to activate. Too bad we just okay. traded future considerations yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. He's got a brother. Hold on to them. <laughs> Fred considerations. He's got, a, he's got a brother. Past considerations. <laughs> uh, young Dangle God says, "I'm buying a cap and jersey immediately if we trade for him. Don't do that. Cool. That's a bad investment. <laughs> spend your money how yeah, you, cap- you want. Kapanen and Reichel on the same line. I'll be like a flashback to 1987. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so that that's one of the names to keep an eye on. But just you know, you can kind of figure it out. Like if you go cap friendly, is a lot of fun to just kind of 
go around and experiment with. And friendly. you look at teams who are looking to add uh, at the deadline contenders that have expensive players that don't really contribute that much. And the one, I, I don't know if Calgary's looking to make a deal, but the one we've talked about all year for an example of that is Milan Lucic, who makes $5.25 million for the rest of this year, and he's not really providing much value to the Calgary Flames. So is that another one you would say, hey, all right, we'll take on your $5.25 million. Give us a first-round pick. Give us a second-round pick. Sure. But is Calgary looking to move him, though? Because that seems like a team that actually like, like his likes him likes having maybe him. i don't know it's just yeah you know, i mean if they're looking to do something big something like that. they've been a pretty there. big disappointment this year florida are they still in the situation where they I need to get rid of somebody they haven't made any trades yeah so they gotta be they gotta get rid of somebody to activate was it duclair i think so or yeah. hornquist or, or both of them might have been both yeah, of them i think both of them so that's another team and they're and, a team that might want to make some moves because they're, they're back in a playoff spot right now and they have no first-round pick for the next, what, four years? Yeah. So, Bill luck. Zito, man. Woo. So you look at, the, at their roster. I mean, Bobrovsky's the guy, but no. No. You're not, you're not taking Oof. on three more can years we, at can $10 we, million. Can, can we take Gustav Forsling back? That'd be nice. Yeah, but he yeah, $2.6 million. It doesn't do much for them. Yeah. I, it's, the guys that make big money are still important parts of their team. Man, yeah. Well, too bad. You know, so. <laughs> uh, like, Vegas is always looking to shed money. A guy Do they the have off- to now? Not no. now. But I'm saying for the offseason. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, at the draft, you could maybe get get a high draft pick for taking Alex Martinez's contract. It's mm-hmm. only got one more year. Hey, and we've already hoodwinked Vancouver once, getting that second-round pick and Jason Dickinson for Riley Stillman. Because yeah. they needed they needed to clear two, if they're willing to give up a second round pick to clear two million in cap space, what would they give up to clear out that uh, Ekman Larson, Larson. Co- contract? It's a bigger contract, much longer term, but yeah. man, if it's worth it, that's it's, a, it's at least a conversation I have. Elias Patterson. Yeah, we'll take <laughs> no, the no. good Elias no. Patterson. Yeah, the good one. Yeah, Ekman yeah. Larson has four years left after this one at seven point two six. Good lord, he's only thirty one. Really? So, yeah. So, so you reach the like cap floor with him next year. He yeah. plays. Maybe the year after that he plays, and you buy him out the last two years. Sure. You got the cap space. I've always liked him. I know he's not the player he used to be, but no, none um, of us are. I enjoyed him with in his time with the Coyotes. Few few names that are popping up in the chat: Mike Riley and Craig Smith out of Boston. Boston's looking to shed some money. Yep. There was a one, there was one point in time where Mike, Mike Riley, Riley was going to be a free agent, and I thought, yeah, that would have been a really smart pickup. Was, uh, wasn't Rocks. he a college? He was a college free agent, I believe, wasn't he originally? Originally, might have been. Yeah. I think see, that's his name popped up. I believe he originally signed with Minnesota, maybe because he was a I'd Golden Gopher, I believe. Yeah. Didn't yeah. Hawks already do a Craig Smith thing with Ottawa? It was Zach Smith. Zach, Zach Smith. Smith. That was Same Zach thing. Smith. Same yeah. guy. This guy was good for – he was decent for a long time and then just sucks. I think Zach so, Smith was, like, honored, like, during, like, one of the TV timeouts for the game in Ottawa or something like that. Well, he like was I a saw, big part I of that, that team for Twitter. a long time. But just yeah. Yeah. If, if, was, if you play more than 300 games there, they, yeah, you they, might get your number you, retired. You yeah. the it's, the, it's the Brett Connolly thing. Right. Hey, yeah. this guy's a multiple 20-goal scorer. You're like, is he on this team? Or is that the mannequin with the jersey on? Yeah, right. All right. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of – those of sort of things, and there. again, it's you never know. Mm-hmm. You never know. He's you know that the good news is that we know that Kyle Davidson's doing that work and thinking that way. Mm-hmm. 
And he's not dealing with the same three teams all the time, right. which is refreshing. It is. It's very refreshing. All right, let's do one more before we hit a timeout here real quick. <clears throat> this one's from Mike. He says, if Winnipeg needs a second or third line center, I heard from uh, Elliot Freeman that Winnipeg would be willing to trade their prospects. I'm looking at Lambert if you retain money on Domi. <laughs> no no way. You can look at no. him all you want. No, no shot. For Mike, Mike, no. Mike, Mike, Mike. You're here. You're one of our regular <laughs> listeners, regular tweeters. Stop aiming so high, my friend. Um, they're not giving up Brad Lambert for t- for Max Domi. You just not have to think, if you were them, would you do that? Right. No, yeah, you wouldn't. exactly. No. no. Uh, I like it. If they offer you that, you take it. They're just never making that phone call. No. But, I mean, yeah, that could be a team that looks looks at Max Domi as, you know, hey, Jonathan Taze is not getting traded, so what's the next option hey, with this team? where was Max Domi born? Was it Winnipeg? Oakland. Win- <laughs> Winnipeg. Oh, damn you could it. only go play for your hometown team, and now that Jonathan go. Taves is off the table, get the other guy born in Winnipeg. Yeah, fine. How much time did he spend in Winnipeg, though? I don't know. When did his dad get traded from the Jets? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't I'm, know. Even though I keep calling him Ty, I'm not that familiar with the, Domi the, the, day, the day-to-day doings of Ty's <laughs> career. I just know he... Yeah. Wherever he went, he punched you in the face. Speaking of aiming high, let's address uh, VMJR. He says, if Kane goes to the Rangers, the S should be Kako, Lafreniere, and a first-round pick. Sure. And you can trust me, that. Kane will... will be back in the summer. So the, so the Rangers are going to trade. Where's that Colin Blackwell gift? Kako, Lafreniere, and a first to rent Patrick Kane for three months. No. That's not going to happen. You could no. talk maybe one of those guys, and it would be probably one for one, Kako or Lafreniere for Kane. And that's the deal. It's going to be crap. It's going They're to be not cracks get, off. No. Lafreniere was a unquestioned number one pick a few years ago. If if they didn't give up any of those guys to get Tarasenko, they're not giving up any of yeah. those guys to get Patrick Kane. I you can ask that, and then the last thing you will hear before a dial tone is Chris Jury laughing. Yeah, and then you will hear right. click. We gotta like I, I, click still. We've been kind of saying it all year, but temper your expectations on the return. You're not going to revitalize your franchise for a, it's a rental of Patrick Kane. It is a three-month rental of Patrick Kane. No team is going to abandon their complete future mm-hmm. to rent anybody. Right? Like, it's just not – it's just not it, – it's unrealistic. Maybe the hope for the Rangers on their side of things is Patrick Kane has now apparently multiple times mentioned our team as the team he wants to go to. Maybe the hope is that there's an extension with that. Then maybe you give up – something a little bit more but still that's that's a former first round pick or a former first overall pick former second overall pick and what would then be the better of their two picks this year they're not doing that no that's way no. too much to give up no i, I mean any rental if, if they offer you a first and crafts off you take it and you run with it you say thank yeah, you yeah and and, and vm just, vmjr and, says i hear you guys but shoot high and see where it goes you've got to you've got to negotiate in good faith Right. Chris Drury is going to be like, "What? No! Like, don't waste my time with this." Yeah, right. You don't. It's, Let's have a realistic conversation. Yeah, you don't. You don't say, "Oh, I want four first first round assets," and then you meet in the middle and it's like, "Oh, okay. Well, I got two and a B level thing." Like, that's not how it works. Yeah, yeah. No, especially at a trade deadline, you can't waste time going through crazy scenarios. So you just you start reasonably high, mm-hmm. and the other guy starts reasonably low. And then you and get, then you meet. Th- then you get to where you probably both had an idea of anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Should we uh, take a little break here before we get to the next round of questions? Sure. I think we should. That sounds good. Should I tell you guys about Foco? Uh, no, that's next break. You're ahead of, you're ahead of ourselves. Greg should tell us about um, Game Time. Game Time. Have you, heard of ga- have you heard of this Game Time place? Nope. Tell me all about it. It's, uh, it's the hottest new ticketing app, and it makes it easier Ooh. than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. Oh, shows too. Shows too. All right. Can't forget the shows. You ever dreamed of sitting in a seat you thought you never could? Maybe you love to sit right behind the penalty box so you can yell at whoever's sitting there, make them feel shame. Maybe you (laughs) want to sit behind the bench and watch guys throw gloves to the uh, equipment manager all night. Uh, Or you want to sit in the 200 level and get weighted on hand and foot like the king or queen you are. Well, you can do that with game time. And the biggest last-minute price drops can be found on the seats you thought you could never buy. You won't find a better deal this season on Blackhawks tickets. Game time is created by the fans for the fans, and it guarantees the lowest price. If you find a lower price on the same seats on a different site, let them know they will match it. If you love CHGO, and you wouldn't be watching us if you didn't, though there could be some hate watchers out there, then you'll love game time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link provided in the podcast description. So if you're watching right now on YouTube, first of all, thank you. Scroll down. You're going to see that giant thumbs up button. Smash that for us. Give us a like. We appreciate that. And then just below that, you'll see the link to buy your Blackhawks tickets. No matter where you're listening to today's episode, head to the description, click on that link, and join over 15 million people who have used game time to score the best seats to all your favorite events. And DraftKings is the official sports betting partner of CHGO and all city and it is the best place to place your sports wagers it is a lot of fun they've got those nba no sweat same game parlays major league baseball right around the corner i put in all my uh season totals all those sort of things this week um those are i i really like you know the long play of okay i have now 10 months to wait to see how this turns out yeah. <laughs> you know <Yeah. laughs> those are a lot of fun yeah, nothing like getting uh, disappointed over almost the course of an entire year <laughs> yeah well you know you know i put, i did bet this year i bet big odds that notre dame would win the national championship and then they lost like i don't know if it was their first game or second game I'm like well that one's done yeah. so mm-hmm. much for that bet that money's <laughs> gone but with it you know you're betting like wins and you're betting home run totals and those sort of things that lasts all year long, and it keeps yeah. you invested in the game all the time. So I love doing those sort of things. Um, it says here in the ad copy to talk about money you've won lately. Uh, so I'm just going <laughs> to skip that part. If anyone else wants to uh, chime I got, in. I got nothing. My account's been at zero since the Super Bowl. I did okay during the Super Bowl. All right, well, be better than us. Uh, try to win some What's money. Uh, all right. Oh, Lawrence, 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 Lawrence want to switch spots to the second half of the show? <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, download the app now and sign up with the code CHGO. New DraftKings customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code CHGO. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. And speaking of CHGO, you see I've got my... Hoodie on. Mario's got the new CHGO hockey crew neck. I want to pick it. those up. Don't worry. He did wash it. He claims it's. Uh, it's he walked by. It was a little ripe. I'm gonna be washed. honest. But he he claims to have washed it. Uh, you can get those at chgolocker.com. And remember, everything at the CHGO locker is twenty percent off when you are a diehard. So become a diehard. Go to allchgo.com yeah. to do that. And if you're not a diehard and you sign up to be a diehard. You're going to get a shirt or hat for free upon sign-up. 
free. And then you're going to save 20% in the locker and at all of our events and all that great stuff. Mm-hmm. So become a diehard. Support CHGO if you're here. You're clearly a big fan of what we do here, and uh, your support keeps us going and keeps us paid and all that great stuff. So become a diehard at allchgo.com. Uh, next Wednesday night, uh, yeah. happy hour, Zoom happy hour with our diehards. Yeah. If you're a diehard, we get to, we're going to be chatting with you guys live, uh, kind of a, not not the podcast form, but we're just going to kind of hang out in a virtual chat room and yeah. answer all your trade deadline questions and, and all, whatnot. So uh, Throw it back 2020 if, style. If you want to be a part of that, become a, become a diehard, and we'll uh, see you on Wednesday night. I want to answer uh, Tyler's question in the chat. He says, I'm late, but do you guys think a bigger deal could take place today? Yes. This is what I love about trade deadline season. Because <laughs> back before I was doing this stuff for a living, it was just nonstop refreshing, oh, waiting yeah, for deals yeah. to happen, mm-hmm. uh, you know, reading every little story about every little trade possibility. It, this st- it, it is like dopamine, trade rumors, and when these little things pop, you know, like, I saw you put in the Slack. What was your favorite memory of the Josiah Slavin era? And that was the first I heard about the trade. I was chasing a friggin' puppy all over my house today. Nice. Uh, who is learning to climb them under couches and eat chairs, and it's really wonderful. So I missed it. But it's like, ooh, what happened? Is it part of a big trade? No, nah, just a small one. But, yeah, it, this time of year is so exciting. So, Tyler, I don't know if a, if a trade's happening today. I don't think any of us do. But there um, will definitely be a bigger trade than the Josiah Slavin trade. Yes. yes I that, would say that, so. That bar yes. will be clear. Maybe, not, maybe today, not today, maybe not tomorrow, but it will happen. <laughs> yes. Exactly. All right, yeah. let's uh, pull up another one from... Yeah, I, I can't believe it's taken this long. We've gone over a half hour without a Patrick Kane question, but here it is. All right, should Domian Kane be pa- a package deal after last <laughs> night's death? I said that last night. That's yes. from uh, <laughs> Trade them together. That's Lord of Thunder. All right, take it easy. You're not really the Lord of Thunder. I mean, I like that know. you're confident, but it could be. It's that's a bit of a str- Lord of Thunder. As you can't call yourself the Lord of Thunder. Why not? He just did. Why? Well, uh, <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently, you, you can't can. believe you can in yourself. Call yourself whatever you want on the Shoot internet. Shoot your shot, man. <laughs> I guess so. All right, um, ragging on our guy, the Lord of Thunder. Well, He's the, the, pro- the problem you down. with a package deal with Kane and Domi. Is that's thirteen and a half. It's a lot of money. Dollars. Yes, it's, even if you're retaining without retaining. But, yeah. I mean, you're going to retain on on one of them at least. Um, sure, why not? Like, great if some team's going to blow you away. But to me, Dallas, I'm not super interested in dealing with Dallas because they don't have a first round pick this year. Right. So, nah. somebody mentioned in the chat, would you do Kane for Stankoven straight up? I would. Yeah, Dallas would wouldn't. Yes, Dallas won't. Dallas won't. Dallas but won't. I would. I totally would. What if Dallas? I can't imagine this, that Patrick Kane wants to finish his career in Dallas. But what if they knew he was going to sign? If they had assurances he's going to resign, would they think about that? I I still don't think so. No, I still don't think so. I don't think you give up. Stankoven is what, second in WHL scoring behind Bedard? Yeah, Yeah. and look at Dallas's roster. They're having a nice season there, but Tyler Sagan, Jamie Benn, Joel Pavelski. That's what I was say. They that window's not open. Ryan Suter, Patrick like they're, Kane. They're friggin' old. Like if you get Patrick Kane, you're not giving away one of your top offensive prospects for a guy that's on an already aging team. Like it's not happening. And show of hands here, who really believes the Dallas Stars are Stanley Cup contenders? Not the way they've been no. playing right no, now. They just I mean, lost to the Blackhawks for Christ's sake. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> True. They just blew a three nothing lead yeah. at home to the Blackhawks. They're not winning well, crap. Like, they're a good team. You know, Jason Robertson is one of the great game's great young stars, and they've got some some vets that still have some game. But 
to, to sign Patrick Kane long term for them doesn't make sense. No, because no. that window is going to they they very much remind me of sixteen seventeen Blackhawks. Like that is going to mm-hmm. go and get ugly quick without, without the accomplishments. Right. Like if Tyler right, Sagan yeah. loses a step, which he probably already has a little bit. Joe Pavelski's fifty five years old as it is. <laughs> Ryan Suter was the worst player on the ice last night, according to the blue line thingy. Yeah, he was terrible. Uh, he was at the bottom and it was way to the left. Yeah. So I mean. The window isn't open for them. So no. I, for and them, they need to hang on. Yeah, they're not trading their young those studs. guys. They're yeah, not, they, not for three months of Patrick Kane. They need happening. Logan Stankoven. Yeah. Uh, Chris Dubiel says the West is wide open. Dallas to the Stanley Cup final would not be a shock. They have a goalie capable of carrying. No, that's, they, that's true. They, they is the West is wide open. It, unless the abs are healthy, then good luck. Uh, yeah, it is wide open. I'm not yeah. saying them making the – Stanley Cup final would just be completely impossible, but just they're they're a team that could go on a run, but I just don't think they will. They're going to be like the uh, the Rangers that lost in the 2014 final to the King, it, or, it or the, the Stars that lost in the 2020 Cup final to Tampa. Right, yeah, <laughs> right. Like you're just that there, team. and thanks for showing up. But they they were that team three years ago. Yeah, and they make make yeah sure they could be that team again, but I don't see them. Sure, could they make a run, get to the cup final? Absolutely. And once they're there, whoever comes out of the East will just throttle them in five games. Yeah, likely. It's probably going to happen no matter who comes out of the West, unless it's Colorado, a healthy Colorado. Uh, We have a question from Cole Gross saying, did you see the Kevin Weeks tweet about Kane? It's essentially exactly what he said on NHL Network yesterday about the unicorn. I feel like he tweeted that already, too. Uh, I'll share it if you missed it. He says, keep an eye on. Uh, having spoken with the great Patrick Kane's agent, Pat Brisson, I can share this from him. Quote, Patrick Kane is a unicorn. The market for him isn't two or three clubs. Plenty of contender clubs are interested in him. Right. I mean, the problem co- is color me shocked Kane has that to be in- interested in them. Yes. Right. That's the key. Color me shocked that an agent is calling his, his client a unicorn yeah. and that every team is interested in him. Agent driving up the value of his player? So unheard of. Yep. By the way, uh, CAA is the uh, Creative Artists, Artists Agency. It is like the biggest. They, they, every, a- everyone is their client. They, so my buddy, uh, my buddy Mike is an agent for Wasserman, which mm-hmm. uh, he does music. He like is a concert festival booker, um, but he works in LA. He's, he's, a, he's an agent too. They call the CAA offices the Death Star because <laughs> it's like eyeball scans and like, Oh, wow. Multiple layers of security because you like walk in there and you're like, "There's Jay Z, right? There's yeah. uh, Lionel Messi. Like it's just like, oh my wow. god, <laughs> it's like the biggest stars in the world are there all the time. That'd be pretty cool. But we drove by and it was like this giant black fortress. He's like, "Yep, that's the Death Star right there. It's cool. It's a, uh, but yeah, that's the, the huge agency. But yeah, you're right. Like, Can of we course, get our scanners in here, <laughs> Retina scanners. I don't yeah, think we had so. fingerprint scanners. <laughs> that was a fun week." When that worked. Yeah. <laughs> now we have a very, a very, very secure security system. Yeah, the door won't open. <laughs> that, 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 that no, no it, it lets you in. It just doesn't let you out. That's the problem. Well, I'm talking about the one up here. All right. Yeah. All right, yeah. <laughs> the, sure. the, the, yeah. Yes. We won't, we won't share it. Um, it's, it's very... You'll never get in. Very sneaky security. Never. All right, let's get a couple more here. I know we're, uh, we're talking too much. Not uh, nice. This one from uh, God of Thunder again. Oh, Lord of Thunder. Sorry. Um, do the Blackhawks bring in some guys to bolster up the Ice Hawks for their playoff run, or does Rockford do that on their own? Uh, no, the Hawks would do that. That would be their, you well, know, they it, would acquire players. It depends. 
the Rockford can do their own moves. If a guy's on an AHL contract, it's Rockford who trades them, not the Blackhawks. Right, but I think that they are so invested in what's happening in Rockford. Well, yeah, that none of that happens no, without clearance. They got yeah, yeah. They're not would, free to make their own autonomous it, right. moves. Yeah, it'd be, right. it would be yeah. directed from the Blackhawks. Yeah, yeah, and they hey, Hunter Drew bolstered, bolstered, <laughs> bolstered clearly, bolstered mama. clearly. Yeah, I mean, I think Rock Rockford is is set up pretty well, but it doesn't hurt to get a a, a guy who is kind of like a David Gust, like yeah. a guy who's had, you know, long time played in the, in, in the AHL and, you know, can, can add something to a, a young roster. Like they, nothing wrong the, with that. They definitely they took a, that. they definitely took a page out of the Chicago Wolves playbook this season. A little bit. Yeah. I mean, literally bringing in David Gust, <laughs> but like Dylan secure, bringing him back, bringing in, you know, getting Adam Clendenning back. The Wolves have always traditionally, Brought in AHL veterans, NHL veterans, because they want to win every year. Like, if if the if the Wolves had their own way, they would be an independent team, not with an affiliate. And they can just, if they had their way, they would have, they would they would bring in guys and have like the operate. same team for like six years in a row. Operate on like they uh, used their to. own, yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. with the Steve Maltese days, you know those those type of teams. They they don't want to have an affiliation if they don't. They you know they want to be their own independent they don't team, have to be, yeah. but yeah. So if they can bring in another AHL veteran, those are the guys that make the difference come playoff time. And if they want to make a deep run, sure, go go see what see what's out there. Maybe they get Alex Nylander back. They could bring TJ Brennan back for 18th time. Hey, there you go. Uh, how playing? many we got left? We have six left. Oh damn! All right, Wait. let's let's right. let's rifle through these here. All right, this one's from uh, JD Treat again. You can't call yourself a treat. What I if call that's myself his a name? snack and my daughter cringes. Uh, the Kraken have been at a number of recent Hawks games. Number one, who do you think they're looking at? And what would the return look like for that player? I know for a fact that the Kraken were looking at Jonathan Taze. Yeah, for a while it was I, Taze. I did not check to see last game if the Kraken scouts were still there. Um, but to me, that's the guy they had an eye on. Now, they're looking for center depth. So I'm going to play third line center. You could probably throw Max Domi into that conversation for Seattle. Yeah, you could. Uh, Sam Lafferty could be a guy yep. like that too. Um, I don't, I don't see. I, again, I, I don't know the depth of Seattle as much as you know someone who's a little bit more familiar with them. But those are guys that obviously could could bring a little bit to to a team that's looking to make a push and um, try and take a little bit of the weight off of Maddie Beneers as they go into a playoff push is probably a good idea. So maybe a guy like Domi who who you know, can, can play a little bit more minutes Then I think Lafferty is more of a depth role center guy on, on a, on a contender, whereas Domi can maybe play a couple more minutes than he can in, in, in higher pressure situations. So yeah, maybe, maybe Domi is the option for them there. I saw an article from Jeff Baker today uh, who writes for the Seattle times, former Cubs catcher. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he mentioned them potentially sh- trading Shane Wright. That would be still stupid. Yes. Is that still a thing? Did he also, in a separate article, say the Bears should trade Justin Fields? <laughs> I, it's very. I was like, really? It's weird. Like that. Okay. Hey, if, if that if that is on the table, Kyle Davidson should pick up the phone and say, "Absolutely. What can we do? Yeah, make it make it. Would work. you trade a first round pick this year to get Shane Wright? Like a first and a second to get Shane Wright? I would trade Tampa's first. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I would do yeah. That, in I a would. that would be silly. Now, was that him saying that he? 
he thinks they he should thinks happen, or but, uh, they're looking into doing that. That would be just dumb. Then why did you draft him? I, I don't understand that. Drafted him, didn't play him, stuck him in the minors. He says the Kraken are so, un- unlikely to weird. deal next summer's first-round pick, but do have three second-rounders stockpiled from which to form a trade package. Their best trade commodity might be last summer's number four overall selection, Shane Wright. I just don't see that. How do you just... How- I mean, if you're going to trade for a guy that's got two or three years left, maybe. But so he says making that geez. trade would require the Kraken landing more of a sure thing that could fast-forward the development process. Instead of waiting several seasons for Wright to blossom, the Kraken could deal him for an existing NHL player further along, ah. such as Chikrin or Meyer, that can immediately help the power play and overall yeah, offense. Yeah, so they're not just trying to offload him for... No, right, right. right. But not trading him for a rental. They're trading him for a guy that's an NHL player now for the next Someone years. Some guy in their mid-20s. That's yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I see... I don't know. The Kraken is not a team that I'm, like, super, like, crazy about trading with, only for the fact, like, I don't know how much they're willing to give up. They're only in their second year of existence right. here. The, their the, prospects system can't be it, deep. And even if it is, why are they? They're still trying to build this team. And don't let this successful two-thirds of a season get to your heads and think, hey, we've done it. We've arrived. Yeah, the expansion blueprint, you really don't want to go with Vegas because it kind of worked for a little bit, but now it's like they're kind of hanging on thread by thread. Yeah, Vegas is going to be really effing bad here in a couple of years. Yeah. Because all their top players are getting older. They're very expensive. And because they keep trying to make the big splashes, they've got no prospects. They've got very little draft capital. Mm-hmm. Don't go that way. Build your team from within. And, you know, yep. I don't see them giving up much. Now, if they want to say Shane Wright for in, in a possible Chikrin deal or, you know, one of these guys that's me, okay, sure, I wouldn't do it, but I'm not Ron Francis. Yeah. I just don't know why you would draft a kid at four if you're willing to trade him less than a year later. Right. That's, yeah, what are you, such, that guy? That's such you, a waste you of sh- a pick. You should have drafted somebody else if you had all these doubts about Shane Wright. Agree. Next. This one's from Aaron Schweitzer. Going to make fun of his name? No. Schweit Castle? Schweit Castle. Schweit Castle. See, I like nice. that. I like that. Uh, can someone offer some insight on what to expect from Sam Renzel? All the focus has been on Korchinski and Nazar. I want to be excited about our third first-rounder from last year, too. He's a uh, the reason you're hearing more about those two versus Renzel is because Renzel was admittedly, when he was drafted, a, a project. It is a uh, aim high, high ceiling, but not an assured kind of a thing. Yeah. And he's further away than Nazar and Korchinski. He is doing very well with the Waterloo Blackhawks in the USHL. Uh, I believe last check he was... Uh, 10th or at least inside the top 10 uh, of scoring for defensemen, which is really good to see. Uh, He's headed to the University of Minnesota. Not a bad place to go to continue your uh, development path. Um, He's he played with Team USA at the World Junior A Challenge in which Team USA won gold. And I believe he was either tied for the tied for the most points by a defenseman, something like that, or or second on that team. He he's a he's a player who you know he's 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 very tall, very thin right now, so he's going to have some time to, to to put on some put on some muscle to get into uh, you know more NHL ready shape. But he's he's a good skater, good offensive offensively gifted guy. Uh, it's going to take some time for his full game to develop, but I think he's got a long runway to do that. Uh, being that right now he's in the USHL, he'll be going to college, probably going to spend two seasons at least in college, I, I would kind of handicap it at. 
Um, but he's someone that when he's when he's ready, his his development window, if everything goes to plan, he'll be ready to jump into the team when the team is also like, hey, we're ready to to start contending for you know long playoff runs and stuff. So he could be one of those guys that in two to three seasons we're talking about like we are t- like we are excited for Korchinski now. Renzel could be that guy that's like he's 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 lit it up for two years at Minnesota. Now we're we're let's get a roster spot open for him. Let's get him in and let's let's let him he's, run. He run, is eleventh overall in scoring for 11th, USHL okay. defenseman with yeah, twenty five yeah. points and thirty. He's a, games. he's a guy that if the, if the Hawks only had that pick in the first round, they wouldn't have drafted him. They probably yes. would have drafted more of a yeah somebody a more that, of a sure thing because he was their third pick of the first round. Yeah, and you got Korchinski and you got Nazar. Let's take a guy that if we hit. It's going to be it's huge, yeah. but it's not going to be for four or five years. Yeah, it's going to be a while. And while Mario gets ready to tell us about our friends at FOCO, I'm noticing we've got over almost 120 people in the chat. Hey, awesome. Oh. But only 56 likes. That's like half. So <laughs> while Mario tells us about FOCO, Smash why, don't we, it. why don't we hit that like button and, and get those thumbs up rolling here? If we get to 75, we'll get an extra spin next post game. There you go. <laughs> Saturday night, right? Sunday Saturday morning. Saturday night. Yeah. Sunday morning. Late Saturday night. Yeah, right. Hey, uh, not to be TMI, but once I get done with this vocal read, uh, I am a, my pants are bursting. Can I run to the bathroom when I'm done with this? We're almost done. All right. Yeah, we well, only got about five minutes left. We got we this. Yeah. We're, getting, right we're getting booted for awesome. your, your second show today. Race against the clock. Love it. Hey, Chicago, you've already got the best coverage from your favorite team, so get fitted now in the best sports gear around. Check out our friends FOCO. They've got you covered from Soldier Field to the living room, north side or south side, with hoodies, slippers, team signs, bobbleheads, and everything in between. You can get decked out like your favorite players with apparel from the leaders in sports merch and collectibles. That's FOCO, F-O-C-O, looking for the perfect gift for the football fan in your life. FOCO's got you covered. Perfect gift for the hockey fan in your life. FOCO's also got you covered with uh, hoodies to keep you warm when you're in the arena or outside near Lake Michigan, those hoodies will be keep you nice and toasty to fight that breeze. So check out FOCO.com or click the link in the description below for all non-presale items. You can use the promo code CHGO, and you are going to get 10% off. Again, that's FOCO.com using the promo code CHGO. All right, let's uh, try to get two more in here, if we can, real quick, and then we'll wrap up and make way for the CHGO Sports Show. This mm-hmm. one from Big Wags. He says, question for the mailbag with a ton of money to spend in the offseason to get to the floor. What middle-of-the-road players could you see the Blackhawks targeting? I like guys like JT Comfort or Tyler Bertuzzi and, of course, King Hot Dog himself, Phil Kessel. Uh, sure. Any of those names are fine. Just I don't cough none. in my face, Tyler Bertuzzi. Yeah, I don't want nothing to do with Tyler Bertuzzi. Um, Tyler Bertuzzi is, I, I think, teams that are looking to contend are trying to get, trying to get him. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be tossed away. I, I just don't want to root for that guy. Sure. Uh, JT Comfer, Northbrook's own. That'd be fun. Uh, I don't see hey, the you Avalanche play for getting. Your team. Yeah, I don't see the Avalanche getting rid of him, uh, but maybe I don't know. And Phil Kessel, yes, I love him. Come How on. about James Van Riemsdyke? Again, sure, sure, but again, James, I, not Trevor. Is that no, not? I just mean again. We've we've talked to him about him before. As yeah. far as I mean, he's a guy that if a contender is swung and missed on a couple of guys, they could try and get him. Gustav Nyquist. I'm looking at guys who like fit that Domi Athanasiu profile. Yeah, Mike Quist is a guy that's a flippable. But he, yeah, he's coming off Thomas an injury. Thomas Tatar, 
basically the same player. <laughs> Those guys are still playing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, just go through the list and look at guys who you went who if you go, meh. That's kind of who that's, they're probably going to be your, looking that's at. That's your second line center next <laughs> there year. You go. There you <laughs> right. go. All right, let's do one more so we can get out of here. Uh, Windy City Hockey says, if Taves retires due to his health, do you see him go to a front office route or a coaching route? Uh, that's a good question. I'm not sure. I, I, I Maybe neither right away. I think that I he, think maybe he goes time. like the Brent Seabrook uh, like advisor role first and then works his way yeah. up through the coaching ranks. I don't think he's ready to jump into an NHL role right away. Um, he seems what, like he seems he, like a guy that would take some time away before yeah, coming back. Yeah. Right. He could be he could do the the Brian Campbell thing, be player development and yeah. then have his best friend become GM and get, <laughs> get an helps. assistant GM, you know, yeah. get yeah. that uh, get that bump up the ladder, but yeah, I, I mean I I think Jonathan Taves if he wants to do something with this organization when he retires, they're going to say, "Okay. Yeah. Yeah, whatever he, want. whatever yeah, he wants. Get some to babies do. and visit some suites and yeah, call yeah. it a day. Team ambassador, go for it. Speaking of calling it a day, we're gonna do just that. Thanks everybody <laughs> for tuning in. We always appreciate you. Uh, we are back tomorrow again at two thirty. We're remote tomorrow, um, so oh, we'll okay. see what we come up with. Cool. Hopefully, we get some news well, to talk do, about. Do we, do we have any? Do we have any mailbag uh, questions left over for tomorrow? We do have a couple. All right. All right well, so if we didn't go. get to yours today, we'll, Extra mail bags. we'll try to do them tomorrow, possibly. Something will happen. Unless there's a major trade. There you go. Major trade. Major trade. All right. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Thanks for smashing that like button on your way out. Do it. If you haven't yet, we would appreciate that. And remember that we are presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up. For Greg and Mario, who has to pee, I'm Jay. <laughs> Thanks for listening and watching the CHGO Blackhawks podcast.